Rainbow Wrap-Up is sponsored by Hawaii Sports Fans. Come join us for every UH football game on the road at hisportsfans.com. Another episode of the Rainbow Wrap-Up. We're here. Ala Moana Center. Agave and Vine. Huge shout-out. Chip and Jules. The owner's here. Agave and Vine always helping us out. Always making sure we're hooked up here. The Rainbow Wrap-Up. Uh, but today, we're talking UH football, of course. We're right in the season. So mahalo for all of you showing up tonight. We are enjoying another UH football season already. Last year... We hadn't quite kicked the season off, but this year, we started in Nashville, Tennessee. Woo! Tennessee, so we did some honky-tonks. We saw the Grand Ole Opry. Uh, we bought some cowboy boots. Well, some of us did, not me, but I'm with our gang, and that's, of course, starting with Sean Iman. What's Woo! up, everybody? Go bold. And, of course, Ryan's you. Hey, guys, how's it going? Ryan was there at Vanderbilt. Obviously, the game was a great game. We talked about how Hawaii football really um, impressed a lot of us. A lot of us went into the season. Of course, if you listened to last week's show, we did our predictions. Um, we even had a challenge set up by Sean. So we'll we'll talk about did Sean did did, did the challenge. He, his challenge was he'd buy a shirt of a certain player. If he threw or even just had three touchdowns in one game. So I'm sure you know which player we're talking about, UH. And now uh, Sean is a new owner of a shirt, right, Sean? Yeah, I had to purchase a Shaver shirt. I put it in the, in the basket, and I was stressing out because I checked out, and then they <laughs> took the touchdown away. And then I thought everyone was going to hate me because if he didn't score again, I would have been the reason why. So, but yeah, I bought the Shager shirt. All right, so Sean got a Shager shirt now. <laughs> Shager bombs. Shager bombs. Uh, somebody there seeing those Shager bombs in Nashville was Ryan. I mean, just talk about that experience, Ryan. Obviously, we had 100 degree temperatures, 100% humidity. So if you think Hawaii can get warm, uh, Nashville will challenge you on that one. But talk about it, Ryan. Yeah, so it was pretty crazy. We had that little delay as far as the weather goes. Um, it dropped about 20 degrees before game time, delayed us about an hour before we uh, kicked off. But, uh, yeah, you know, I think we did okay with the humidity and survived it. We did. The humidity was one thing, but we, we had fun the whole week here at Hawaii Sports Fans. All, we're all about the fun, the tours. I got some of our tour VIPs in the house tonight as well. Woo! Big hand for them. Coming out tonight, a lot of us, we are all, we're on the road some of us, we were in Virginia, Maryland, D.C. area. We were in L.A., San Diego, Orange County out there. We just got back from, obviously, Nashville, Tennessee. We're going to be in Portland. We're going to be in Seattle, uh, Washington in two weeks. Portland, Oregon, Eugene, Oregon in two weeks. So lots of traveling here at Hawaii Sports Fans. Um, and it's football season, so come check us out, hisportsfans.com. Make sure you're on our mailing list. You're going to be there for the best uh, seats on the, in the house at the Rams and SoFi. If, you are, if your team 
If your team is playing the Rams at SoFi, we got some Steelers fans joining us this year. We got some Seahawks fans joining us this year. You know, if your team is playing at SoFi Stadium, the best stadium in the NFL, you got to be there with Hawaii sports fans. Um, also, if you want to come to uh, Arrowhead Stadium, you know, I got to make my Chiefs. Uh, I got I to gotta get that reference out there, but Arrowhead Stadium, another place that we take fans. We were there at the AFC Championship game. Jenny was there, zero degrees in Independence, Missouri, and uh, back here now in our beautiful home, Hawaii. Lots of adventures we've gone through, but Vanderbilt uh, for Hawaii football was uh, kicked off our football season. And uh, obviously, like we said, it was a, a close game. Only one touchdown difference. We were 17 and a half uh, point underdogs. Uh, lost by only one touchdown. But I think there's a lot to that game. But we're going to talk about, you know, some of the experience. Ryan there as well, as well has done a challenge for himself as well. Um, and for Hawaii sports fans and donations. So we want to talk about that, especially because we're remembering Maui. We're remembering all the victims of that as well. And uh, we're going to continue our spirit of aloha as we move on through this year. Okay, so uh, yeah, one thing that we started out this season is uh, we decided to donate $50, and I know it's not a huge amount, but $50 for us being the 50th state to uh, an organization and some nonprofit for a city of our opponent. Um, so this year we, uh, for Nashville, um, shout out to my friend Maggie who lives out there, uh, suggested this uh, group called uh, Thistle Farms. Um, they're uh, supporting women who have survived uh, trafficking. Um, so yeah, we, we did that for them, and of course with everything going on with Maui, we're actually doubling that so we're doing another 50 um, to someone uh, that's been affected by Maui what we decided to do is uh, you know the Maui Community Foundation that funds huge right now so we're actually going directly to GoFundMe's of people that we know and have vetted right now uh, so yeah uh, we'll uh, look out for that for uh, the Stanford game this week and we'll announce it next week and what we decided to do um, for personal private reasons we're not going to be disclosing who we're uh, sending the GoFundMe's to but they are going to um, people in our, our small you know warrior nation Ohana someone that we've known whether it's in our Facebook group or just people that we know um, on a personal level so just that's what we're doing right now for this entire season mahalo mahalo ryan for spearheading that and um you know ryan we were there at puckets we were there at uh these little nashvillian type country music uh areas of um you know town that we found ourselves at many different types of the day because it's nashville Bars close at 3 a.m. So I don't think you were ever out there at 3 a.m. with us, were you, Ryan? I think you were watching Wahine Volleyball at home, uh, which started at 12 midnight in Nashville. Um, so that's a true Wahine team. Uh, shout out to our volleyball team. Uh, obviously, their, their season is starting as well. Um, but for us, I know Ryan and I, we were in the stands uh, watching a game that really came down to the very end. So can't ask for anything more than that. Of course, all three of us last week on the show predicted a defeat, but none of us thought the game would be this close, and that's something we can take away. Uh, but now we have to hear from Sean uh, and his, his observations. You know, Sean does his report card every week. Um, so we're going to hear about uh, your observations. You're watching at home on uh, CBS Sports Network, whatever it was. SEC Network. Wow, we were SEC Network. So just talk about what it was like watching and what, what the response was at home. And, of course, your observations. All right, well, I was so happy to see that Shager, he completed his first eight passes. He was knocking on 80% for the, for the, for the game, which I thought was just crazy. Um, I, was, I was really happy with the way that the game went. 
Um, I thought that uh, there was uh, some mistakes that can be corrected. The timeouts, I thought we wasted way too many timeouts, but I was pleased. It It was entertaining football to watch, and the run and shoot is definitely back for Hawaii. So with that, your offensive grade for this game, what was it? I had a B. B. B, wow, that's pretty high. B. B. And then defense, I had a B. Defense, B. Wow, above average both. Um, special teams, I had a D. Special teams, a D. And yeah, we had the punt return. or the, Yeah, the punt kick return. return Kickoff return for a touchdown. And then we had that kick that went for net zero yards. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So lots of improvement. There. Yeah. So coaching, I had a C plus because of the timeouts and the, you know, a little couple mismanagement. But... Yeah, I was happy. I was, I was overall happy. I, I took that away. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ryan and I, we talked, I mean, after the game, uh, if I'm not screaming at the refs or at the opposing team, <laughs> I'm having conversations in the crowd. And, you know, I thought in the fourth quarter that Vanderbilt kind of was had the game locked. I mean, personally, I mean, they're up by three touchdowns. So um, it's – but it ended up being one touchdown differential. I thought that they – kind of got cocky and started passing more, and I thought they could have just run the timeout, but it really gave us an entry back into the game. But, Ryan, just some of your observations from that game. So uh, as far as our offense goes, it was pretty surprising. Uh, I, I don't think any of the three of us expected any output of what we'd have, um, you know, of those uh, shager bombs and, and attacking. You know, we were a little confused on some of the uh, play call choices when it came to, like, second and third and short. Um, you know, we'd, we'd go for these you know, try to run it between the tackles against this big Vanderbilt defensive line on third and short. But then, like, we were two for three, I think, on fourth down yeah. with the yeah. touchdown. And a couple of those, down. yeah, and a couple of those were fourth down. We just we just throw a shaker bomb and somehow complete it. And, you know, we had, yeah, I mean, I, we probably had over 80, 90 yards on fourth down. Yeah. Um, yeah, the timeouts, like Sean said, were a big deal. Uh, that hurt us at the end of the game. Uh, easily could have been, hey, this is how we stop them, three and out, stuff like that. Uh, we were a little confused as far as some of the ref calls and some of the challenges we had. Uh, I don't know. We didn't. We actually didn't get to watch it as far as the replay goes on that onside kick we did when they said that that player was out of bounds. Um, I, I haven't watched it. He was out of bounds. Okay. Yeah, but, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you know, the forward pass issue is always a tricky one. You know, that's a judgment call, but... You know, I think for the most part, you know, we surprised expectations way more than the three of us could have expected. And I think that going into Friday's game, even though it's a short turnaround week, you know, coaches were saying, I was talking to some of the flight attendants, all the coaches were watching film on the flight home. And, you know, the players are trying to rest. And, yeah, I think hopefully we'll be ready to go on Friday. So. I think for me, I got to shout out. The, the unit that I was most worried about this year was the O-line. They lost... You know, all conference tackles, they lost some interior linemen, and they really showed up. In my opinion, that was our A-plus unit. If any anybody deserves A-plus to me, it was offensive line. They gave Shager a lot of time. Um, they did, they were did well pass blocking, run blocking, and just I don't remember any holding penalties. I don't think we had a holding. I don't remember a, a line being called for any penalties. Um, even on the goal line when we had, that was probably our worst play of the game, a half yard. So that's something we got to clean up. We're on the half yard. It's time to just push the ball into the end zone, not have long snap counts. Um, and I think that that really was a bigger issue for us there. But like we said, some correctable mistakes. Uh, but overall, you know, a pretty good game. I know a lot of us, we want to say, oh, we could have won, which I think we could have as well. But 
I, I, I choose to take away the positives, and I think we all are taking away those positives for us as well. Uh, but here at Hawaii Sports Fans, we're just getting warmed up. We got Vanderbilt down, but we got Oregon coming soon. If you want to join us in Oregon, hisportsfans.com, come join us. Portland, Oregon, we're going to go to the weirdest city in all of America, and we're going to be just as weird as everyone else, because that's what you do when you come. With Hawaii Sports Fans, we're going to... You know, do all the things that we love to do. Eat good food, everybody knows. Go see cool things. Uh, just make experiences that you really, really couldn't make anywhere else. That's, that's the goal every time we're on a trip at Hawaii Sports Fans. And um, it's a beautiful thing to see all of us here uh, on this island and all of the traveling that we all do is crazy. Nobody understands, I think, what it takes to live in Hawaii and travel all over the place. Uh, to go to Nashville, Tennessee, to go to all over the world. But um, we are going to be going to a few more road games this year. So check us out. Like I said, Oregon. We got New Mexico, Vegas, Reno. All these amazing destinations, right, to go to. And so come join us, hisportsfans.com. And once again, mahalo, agave, and vine tonight for being our gracious host. Uh, but we got some former tour VIPs in the house. Where's our Washington VIP? NCAA Men's Volleyball Tour. Where are you at? Make some noise. Now tell us, what was your favorite part of that one week there? Oh, Clayton. What was your favorite part? I don't know, everything. Just the, the food, the people. I mean, it was just great. It was just great. <laughs> everything was great. That's what I like to hear. Uh, that tour was amazing. We saw Hawaii men's volleyball, obviously, the NCAA tournament. They didn't make it. They didn't quite bring the trophy home, but we got to see them play in the championship semis. And, of course, we went to Washington Nationals game and got a club experience there. And we also got to see some cool things in D.C. Went to Ben's uh, Chili Bowl, one of the most famous restaurants in D.C. Uh, very long time going. And we got Ben's son himself to give us a little tour and teach us about the history. Uh, we also uh, got to see a play, a Broadway show in the theater that Abraham Lincoln was shot at. I mean, how many people can say they did that? And that was really cool. And such a fun experience but uh before uh men's volleyball made it to ncaa's they were in the big west tournament and these guys got to see the championship where's our big west tour vips Woo! we got kahi here he's wearing his otani shirt you know i'm obsessed with otani if you know anything about wayne Quito, right so um but that game was amazing we got to see hawaii men's volleyball obviously win the championship but the next day, Angel Stadium, we saw some crazy stuff, right? Yeah, sure did. First experience in watching pro baseball. Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> also, we saw three home runs back to back to back, which was pretty cool. So Jeez. I wish I could say that's the magic that we bring at Hawaii Sports Fans. <laughs> Where were you, Rayvon? You got to talk about that. You were what? By we were your... getting our certificate. <laughs> you, know, you know the first game certificate is important at Hawaii Sports Fans. We did that in Washington. And we do it everywhere. Yeah. But also, if you love baseball, like Dale here does, and you're going to be on the Otani eight-day tour. How was that? Yes. That Wayne decided to do it. I said, You gotta do a tour with Otani yeah. during the summer when I'm not teaching and I can go. Yes. And he did it. We went eight games, eight games in a row, eight That's baseball eight games, games, eight three games. stadiums. Three oh, stadiums. Awesome. Food, eat, eat, eat all day. Oh my God. It's a, I thought I was just going to a baseball game, but I didn't realize he was going to 
feed us so many different food. We gotta go again. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go. Woo! Yes, we did have a lot of food. Yes, we did. One of our favorites. We did uh, twice. We uh, of course uh, Bekchong, our my favorite Korean barbecue. We did that a few times. Um, we tried a new Venezuelan place. Even we're all about the ethnic places here in Hawaii sports fans. Uh, we stayed in the uh, gas lamp in San Diego. Um, and of course, you know, we got to shout out our Jenny right here. Jenny! Not only is this the biggest men's volleyball, Hawaii men's volleyball fan in the world, bar none, uh, she's also been a huge help to us at Hawaii Sports Fan. So I, I appreciate Jenny. And everyone loves Jenny too, right? Whenever she comes, everyone loves seeing Jenny. So. Mahalo, Jenny. And that's just a family that we've cultivated here at Hawaii Sports Fans. And something I'm very proud of because that is, that is it at the end of the day, what we want to do. Um, but we also got another game coming up this week. That's Stanford. Uh, Power 5 team. A team that doesn't have a conference yet next year, I guess, or the year after it. But a last chance to beat a Pac-12 team while they're still in the Pac-12. Can we do it, Sean? Absolutely. We can, if we play like how we did last week, clean up some of the mistakes, I think we can win. And what do you think uh, is going to be the key to this game? We talked about this game, like we said last week on our show. We all made predictions that UH would fall actually um, about 10, well, I'll obviously about 10 point game. We all said about we'll score about 20 points. And, uh, you know, Shaker's proven he can put up even more. We put up, you know, 28 points. Or was it 35, 28 or 45, 30? Okay, what was the score? Okay, 20 by 28, we put up, you know, four touchdowns, so it's possible, again, the Stanford team, I think, is, uh, you know, on not, this is not the same team of Andrew Luck and, and that arrow when they're winning Rose Bowls, but uh, this is still going to be a Stanford team that's going to be huge. I'm sure they're going to have giant linemen running with two tight ends at times, a lot of blocking uh, between the tackles, so what's, you know, some of the key for us, you see, this game, uh, Ryan? Well, I think, uh, you know, we, we didn't establish a run as well in Vanderbilt. Um, we're going to have to figure that out. We didn't, Tylen Hines, I, I think, only had a few plays, and he had some injury or something like that. Um, yeah, we'll see how we can run the ball, and, you know, that'll obviously affect our running shoot as far as throwing. But, uh, yeah, they're going to be big just like Vanderbilt is, and we'll see how this 5 o'clock start goes. I know that uh, a lot of us are going to be in that sun, and hopefully you guys can all make it out there. I know everyone's got work on Friday too, and we'll see how many people show up to the game. I mean, Friday, Friday 5 o'clock is tough, you know, traffic in Hawaii. So we'll see how this goes. They say there's only there's less than 1,000 tickets left. I don't know what that counts for all the free cakey <laughs> tickets, but, you know, well, let's try to fill it up and don't forget to wear white. Yeah. White out. It's a white out. So we're coming. C.C. Ching, uh, 5 o'clock, Friday night. Uh, it's Pauhana. I mean, nobody stays in all day on Fridays anyway. So once you go to lunch and go home, make sure you come straight to the game after that. Uh, be there. It, you have to prepay for parking. I believe you want to park in the structure. It's $25. Or you can park game day on campus for 15 I believe. So uh, that's another way. You can't tailgate. But I think for us, we say we can keep it discreet and sit in your car. I mean, we're not advocating, but we're saying, you know, it's a part of the game day experience. You know, if you got to find a place, a tree. We've done this, you know, Fuchsia. We know this. Oh, she can give her own shout-out. Yay, Fuchsia! She always gets her own shout-out, so now she's here. Um, but, no, we, we've, we've found little nooks around the Manoa campus to have our picnics. And I think that's a part of the game day. I, for me, 
uh, Vanderbilt in a lot of our tours. I always go back to the tailgate. And this past Vanderbilt tour, we got to shout out the Door Report, their podcast, a big podcast, uh, a Vanderbilt uh, run podcast. They hosted our tailgate, so they were um, they were there. So shout out Trev Miller, uh, Corey Will, and Miller, his mother, who was there to help as well. She was on the very first Vanderbilt women's basketball team, and she talked about. Those days, Title IX coming down and her being recruited right off the intramural basketball court to play varsity basketball and what that was like transitioning from people thinking it was crazy that girls are playing to, you know, being able to see it grow. So what a cool story she was telling me. They couldn't use the locker rooms. They had to have their their uniforms on when they got to the game. They couldn't use the bathrooms. They had to use the same bathrooms as the fans. So if they had to use bathroom during a the game, they had to just go with the fans. So those are the days of playing, you know, and, and how far they've come in, in women athletics is really amazing. And today we saw 92,000 people went to watch a women's volleyball game in Nebraska. That's amazing. And I shout out Nebraska. What a cool event. I think that's so cool. And, you know, as a former volleyball college player as well, I think I would be amazed to be able to play in front of 92,000 people. That would be, that would be incredible. And I just, uh, I just think that's the power of sports. That's the power of bringing people together. Shout out to our Nebraskans for Hawaii crew. I'm, a lot of you don't know we have a Nebraskans hui, and they meet in Nebraska, and they watch UH games at late at night. They were there today in Lincoln sending us photos. So they were also there in Nashville. And those are the kind of cult, uh, relationships that we make here at Hawaii Sports Fans. But Stanford is going to be a tough one. I don't know. Terry, what do you guys say, Terry? Stanford, Friday. Go Bulls. That's it. There you go. Go Bulls. Anybody want to make a prediction? We're going to... Well, that's something we we made our prediction the rainbow wrap up, but now you've seen a one week. I mean, Clayton, what do you think? You think both got a chance? Big chance. Yeah. Big chance. There you go. Big chance. I think for us too, uh, you know, being on week zero, uh, being a game that I think we we're the only game on TV at that time. A lot of people probably watched us, so we got a lot of fans. I know uh, that's that's how we grow this brand is by creating a fan base on the mainland as well, not just in Hawaii. And uh, that was cool to see. We shout out our. Our friends and family in Ohio that came, in Louisiana. Um, brother Al in Alabama. I, I saw a guy at the game I hadn't seen since I saw him in Tuscaloosa, Alabama in 2006 when Hawaii played there. And I was like, oh, I remember you, Uncle. I met you. He's like, I don't know. I was like, that's 17 years ago. I was in college. I went to Alabama by myself to watch Hawaii play Alabama. And we only lost by eight points that game, too. We should have won that game, too. Cole Brennan was a quarterback, of course. Um, but that's just... You know, the memories we, that, we, that come back to us every football year. But, um, you know, with this now, one game down, Sean, you know, do you think anything changes for the outlook for the team? Do you think that people are, you know, what do you think is more needs to be done, if anything? I think the Kool-Aid is strong, and I, I, think, I think we can win seven games this year. Woo! Seven uh, games! I think we're going to win this weekend, 31 to 20. Woo! Sean is changing his tune. He's saying 31 to 20. He's changing. He's flipping. He's saying Hawaii. I can see that. I can see that. I mean, I predicted four wins, which I think would be pretty good. It was better than last year if we did that. And I'm slow and steady wins the race. But if we can, you know, anything can happen. I mean, Ryan. Let's see Ryan. Ryan had some Kool-Aid before the Vanderbilt game. He was like, guys, maybe we're going to win. And I was like, okay. Okay. But, hey, we almost did. So who knows? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, every game is five or six plays that really make the entire game. And, you know, if we can start capitalizing and changing that, you know, you look at the pick that we had in, in you know, right before the half and, you know, yeah, there's just a few things. That interception that was, at the end of the game was tough. I mean, you know, Shaker threw off his back foot. But, you know, you look at that, that fumble that we had at the one, you know. So all these little idiosyncrasy that you have within a game, changing, you know, with our coaches and timeouts and how we manage. You know, Timmy's going to learn how to play call. I think that it, it does take time to develop that relationship like June had with Colt, with, you know, Rolo had with Cole. You know, having that, hey, quarterback's running over to get the play, get those things on time. You know, I don't know if a lot of people knew this, but there were some game time changes that the NCAA did this year. So, you know, clock's not stopping on first down, so it does speed up the game a lot. Everyone's got to adjust to it, and until you get into a real-life game, you can practice all you want, but it's not the same. So hopefully the coaching staff can adjust to that, and I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with Sean. I, I think that we can steal one or two more wins this season. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping for We'll see how we uh, progress over the season, and, uh, you know, maybe maybe Mr. 100 hits in 2023. <laughs> I don't know. We'll find yes, out. We'll see. <laughs> Some of you don't know I'm on game 87 of my streak of watching UH football. Serious sign of mental illness. I need to see a psychologist right away. But I have not missed a home or away game of this team in eight years now. October 31st will be make eight years. That's an eight-year-old child could have been born and conceived in that time. And I didn't do that either in that time. So UH football is clearly my child. Um, but also... When we're talking about that game and we're talking about the Kool-Aid and everything, I think, um, you know, there were moments in that game that a lot of people don't know about. You know, this is Rainbow Wrap-Up, so we're going to talk about stuff that aren't, isn't on TV. And I'm not going to bring up the, the two players' names. But imagine this. So where we are, if you're, if you're sitting here, if you're here at Agave and Vine, and this is the fence, imagine this is literally the fence at Vanderbilt. And right on the other side are the defense getting talked to by the coaches. So we're all in the huddle. If you were there, you were in the huddle. You knew what was going on. And then all of a sudden, two guys start... I don't think they ever touched... Did they touch each other? They had to be broken up. But we had two defensive players who are actually our premier defensive players. I'll just, I'll just put it there. But it impressed me that we came back. That, from that moment, we were down a lot. And these two... Brothers were small kind of scrapping on the sideline. One of them was actually on the training table, scrapping from the training table. Very strange, but hey, it's UH football. You never know what to expect, right? Um, but that's something that obviously wasn't on TV, and we all got to see it as fans. And it changed my perspective, honestly, at how UH, how the team, because the team is very close. And that, that really is the biggest strength, is how they come together. And those kind of things happen all the time. We fight all the time. I yell at Ryan, and he never even, Ryan really, he's, Ryan literally never changes his temper. And I still find ways to yell at him if I can. So, I mean, that's just a part of the love and, and respect that you have for your fellows. And I think that uh, UH, I mean, I, I was impressed. I thought we came back. I don't know, Ryan, did you, did you see the... Yeah, I mean, I saw that tail end of it because Wayne was pointing it out. Uh, it was you know, loud. They were but, like, but that's what they talk about. You know, you read what like D Dave Reardon writes and, you know, Stephen Sy and like they're saying, hey, you know, last year we got, I mean, it, it was a big, we got knocked out a bunch last year, right? The difference with this year is that we kept coming, we kept fighting back. And even down, you know, we kind of thought like, hey, it was 35-14, game's kind of over. 
you know, they had the ball into the third quarter, we we're going into the fourth, like, we don't have a chance, we're down three touchdowns. And the fact that this team stuck together, kept coming back, was the biggest difference between last year and this year. So, you know, hats off to the coaching staff, I think, you know, being in year two together, um, putting together this team, and, and you know, yeah, the, you know, passion happens. He the moment, you know, you get mad at your teammate, um, but it looked like, yeah, something, someone got fired up, and it, it worked in a good way. No. It's just emotion, right? Emotions, that's what they say, Beyonce, right? It comes, it gets the best of you, or whatever she says in that song with Dusty's Child. Anyways, that was a reference that I tried to make, and also uh, that failed, but Music City, Nashville, Mahalo, we're going to put that game behind us at Vanderbilt because, you know, it was just one game. We got to move forward. It was a non-conference game. We're going to shout out the fans that were really cool. Um, Vanderbilt was going through a lot of their own transition. They're, they're, they're missing both end zones. So it had giant pukas in both end zones with construction, but they're building really what's going to look like a really cool stadium with a bunch of suites. And um, if you're in the Marriott that's right next door, you could have watched the entire game from your hotel, actually, uh, which would have been cool. Um, but I think uh, Stephen Sy said he could have covered the game from his hotel because he was there. Uh, but that's the kind of things you see on the road. The road is like... You know, it's not like being here in Hawaii. I mean, in Hawaii, I think we have our own traditions that we can be proud of and the things that we are. But when you go to another school, you just see a different culture. You see different life. Uh, and Vanderbilt, you know, they're, they're a very proud culture, too. They're not exactly at the top of their conference, but they get to be in the best conference, right, in America. So they're proud of that. And um, they had, you know, a decent amount of fans. Like they said, it's usually the other team that dominates their stadium. Um, so they're a small fan base, but they showed up. They're proud. Um, they waved their victory flag at the end in front of all of us. So, I mean, they, they're taking their win. Um, but we're going to move on. I think Stanford game, I have a good you know, feeling that we're going to play well. But at the same time, I think uh, we got to be patient as well. We have to just take it day by day and make sure that our team is improving. Obviously, Stanford has the video. Stanford didn't play last week, so we don't know what Stanford looks like. But they sure know what we look like. Uh, shout out to Pofeli Ashlog, obviously, Mountain West Freshman of the Week. He was a surprise. He will not be a surprise this week. Stanford is definitely not going to leave him open or let him, you know, go probably even one-on-one -on -one because he's a fast guy. And that's something we got, I think, right, Sean, the speed. Right. So doesn't Stanford have a certain running back? Oh, yeah, you, we talked about this. Right, Emmett Smith's son. Yeah. Like, what's his name? I don't know, Emmett Smith Jr.? I don't know, we're going to call him... <laughs> Emmett Smith's son plays for Stanford. We know that, but so that would be tough. But you know, their secondary is suspect as well. Stanford lost some players, so that might be where our advantage is. But our team speed, I mean, I think it shows, right, this year. Yeah, definitely increased speed, bigger, faster, stronger. I, I think, yeah, we, we showed we, we competed with an SEC team, so we should be able to do so this week too. Uh, Jonah wasn't playing in the game too. He was our number one receiver, and he ended up. Uh, uh, pulling a hammy right before the game. So we'll have him next time. Um, we'll have our entire squad. So we're kind of excited. Um, but, you know, I think I think we'll all be there. If you're going to come look for us, 151. Look for Jenny. I'll try and put her on my shoulder so you guys can see her. Um, but Jenny will be there. Sean, Ryan, Fuchsia, come join us. 151. But mahalo to Agave and Vi. Mahalo for you all for being here tonight. Another live show. UH football season is underway. See you Friday at TC Ching. And for Wayne, we got Ryan and Sean. And this is Rainbow Wrap Up. See you next week. Aloha.
Gobo! Rainbow Wrap-Up is sponsored by Hawaii Sports Fans. Come join us for every UH football game on the road at hisportsfans.com. Haven't you ever just wanted to experience SoFi Stadium, the building, the atmosphere, the electricity, but just didn't want to deal with the parking and all the planning that went along with it? Well, that's why Hawaii Sports Fans is here. We got the best tickets, the best seats for you, plus... We got your transportation, we got your parking, we got all the little pilikia that you don't want to worry about. Let us deal with all that humbug because that's the difference at Hawaii Sports Fans from any other company is that we're going to get you that fan experience that you really can't get anywhere else. It's going to be a private experience. It's going to be a lot of VIP amenities, of course, wherever we go because you are the VIP when you come with Hawaii Sports Fans. Uh, but we just want you to make a memory and have fun. And that's the most important thing. You're going to put that money down. We want you to have fun and have something to look back on and reflect on for the rest of your life. So check us out, hisportsfans.com, hisportsfans.com. Or check us out on social media, at hisportsfans on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Hawaii Sports Fans. Come find us, come connect with us, and come join us on the road because there's really, really nothing like it. We've been doing it for 10 years now. and It just keeps getting better.